Just let him know you love him for just a moment. Wow. Man, turn over to your neighbor beside you. Give him a high five and say, man, you look good today. You look No, I didn't say hot. Don't be saying hot over there. You're in church, man. Don't say that. You look hot today. No, it's, you look good today. Bill, take care of that after service. Mr. Hope, if you would. Uh, I know, we'll, we'll, we'll take care of that. Man, but it is. It's good. I, I love Jesus, man. This is just some cool stuff. It's good. I, I love coming to church. So some people are like, you know, why y'all do all that, man? It because I'm free. And it feels good to be free. I've been bound. Tried that once. It didn't work for me. It wasn't, it wasn't a whole lot of fun there. Matter of fact, I've tried it more than once. I, you know, I went and served Jesus, and I was like, man, I wonder if this thing's really worth it. And so I was like, maybe went back on the other side for a little while. Man, it didn't have near as much fun serving the enemy as I did serving God. Amen? So it's just cool. It's just good. It feels good to be free. And if you've never tried being free, you should try it sometime. You'll like it. I promise. I promise. But uh, I'm glad you're here today. Who's tired this morning? Every kids worker is raising their hands right now. Every person who spent every day in Kids Crusade this week is raising their hand real high. You got a reason to. Man, you guys work incredibly, incredibly hard and uh, doing what you did. Stand up real quick if you was a worker in, in, in Kids Crusade. Just stand up real quick. Just stand, 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 stand. It don't take you long to stand. Oh, it does when you're old and tired from work. Give these guys a hand real quick. Just... Some of them kept their seat. That's all right. You, I don't need all the glory. I don't do it for man's applause. Yeah, I'm good. Thank you, man. Awesome. Uh, but uh, we do. it. Thank you so much. It was really neat. We had, we had I, I'm going to say this because they said I, they actually the one who made it this, look at this way to me and presented it. But we actually had two uh, kids crusades going on in two different counties. Brent and Stephanie were in Pickens counties uh, doing a kids crusade while we was doing a kids crusade in Greenville County. So it was just really neat. The gospel was just going forth and kids getting saved. Amen. Kids' hearts getting, getting turned toward Christ. And that is the coolest thing ever that could ever take place. Cause, uh, how many wish you'd have got saved sooner? Raise your hand up real quick. Just take a second. Man, I mean, I, I did it pretty young, but, man, I wish I'd have got saved even sooner. Some of you are like, man, I ain't there yet. Oh, it's the day's the day. Go ahead and do it. Can't change yesterday, but you can do something about tomorrow. Amen. You can do something about right now. But uh, it is. It's just cool to see what God done there. And, again, thank you so much. We got somebody with a fresh cut up here on the front row. Give Jonathan CEO. Come on, just stand up model that for a minute. You've got to model that. you got to model. He had hair last week. But he said, this is what I'm going to do. He said, if, if you raise $1,000, I'll shave my head. And he, I don't believe he had faith in, in our, our young people and our kids. But, but faith is a substance. They learned that. It's evidence. That's the evidence that our kids have faith. And uh, right there, that's the convicting power. Amen, Ms. Pat? So uh, it, it is just cool. But it was really neat. Uh, Pastor Stephen and I got, it got slimed in the slime tank and all that kind of cool stuff. But I believe that was a highlight. I think the only thing that could top you getting your head shaved is if Pastor Steve and I's wives get in the uh, uh, slime tank next year. Good grace. I felt Jesus. I love it. I feel it. I'm in agreement. Uh, Let's do a call, a quick church business meeting. All in favor, say aye. Amen. It's passed. All opposed, just keep your mouth shut. You'll answer for that if you say something. But uh, it is. It was cool. We had just a blast. It was a lot of fun, man. Survivor kids crusade. Our kids learn how to survive, and faith is going to help you survive. I believe that. So, but it was. It was cool. Thank you again for all Escalate leaders. You guys rocked, and all the volunteers who did that. Man, it was a lot of fun. 
And uh, it was just uh, really neat to see people get saved, and I love it. Praise God for what he did in Greenville and Pickens County and uh, for what he's doing in South America, which I'm going to share some things about that next week. So how many knows we fulfilling the Great Commission of Jesus Christ, making disciples of nations? That's what I'm talking about, man. So it's really cool being a part of the kingdom of God. And if you haven't tried it yet again, this is your day. Look at your neighbor and say, this is the day. Bible says days of death salvation. So, man, if you're here today and you don't have a relationship with Christ, this is a day. This will go and let you know. Again, I've tried both sides. A whole lot more fun serving Jesus. And, uh, and things happen on both ends. Things will come at you, and we'll talk about some of that in a little while. Things will come at you on both sides, uh, wherever it is, whoever it is that you're serving. But your bounce back is going to be a whole lot better when you have Jesus in your life. And we'll talk about that in a second. But let's go to Word real quick. Hebrews chapter 11. Woo! Amen. Hebrews, y'all tired? That was a tired woo that's my one. Well, if you fall asleep today, do I have permission to call people out who sleep? Yeah. We did that in school, and I used to get called out a lot. Carrie, do you remember that, Carrie? Oh, dear Jesus. I mean, it was, I grew a mullet just so I could kind of lay my head down, and the hair would kind of come around, and, and people wouldn't really see that I was really sleeping. But, uh, but it, was, it was, I slept a lot those days. I got my best rest in class. But uh, if you sleep today, I'm going to call you out. I'm going to call you out. But uh, so try to stay with us. I, it has been a few weeks since I preached, so uh, you need to give me. I take usually about 35, 40 minutes, so give me about an hour and a half, two hours uh, today. Okay, all right. And a couple people would hang out, but uh, so, but uh, it, it is, um, it, it is, there's a lot in me. I got to get out today, so let's get there. Hebrews chapter 11. Verse 1, as you turn there, I want to say, great to have our first-time guests. Got to meet some of you today. Haven't got to meet all of you. Faith or new, do you love them? Cool. I hope I get to meet every one of you. Shake your hand, hug your neck, tell you it's great to have you with us today. And uh, good to have some who've been out on vacation, some that had some surgery, healing up, and getting back in church, and that's all good. So, again, just great to have everybody here and uh, be together. Amen. So, uh, who's ready for school? Parents gave a higher woo than anybody. So they're like, yes, glory to God. Get them out of the house. <clears throat> Amen. Let the government take care of them. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. Let's read it together. It says this. Now faith. You hear that? Someone read it with me. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. One more time, then you got to check out the video. It's been a while since you got to see it. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Check this out. This is cool, man. This is, this is, this is uh, what God's going to do today. He's going to bring victory into your life.
pray together, guys. Amen. Father, thank you for faith. And I pray that right now a spirit of faith will rise up on every person in this room today, God. Let faith come to us today. God, I pray that as the word goes forth, God, we'll hear it. Faith will come. We'll grow. And Lord, I pray today that God, that faith and, and will just rise up as, as doubt and fear leave. Unbelief leaves this place today, God. And we come into a place of expectancy. God, we come into a place of trust today, God. And Lord, I thank you for every person who's in this house today, God. If there's somebody here who doesn't know you, God, I thank you that this is the day. God, you set this up. God, you ordained this day. Lord, you set this up so they could come to know you, start a relationship with you. And I pray that's exactly what would take place today. We give you praise for what happened in Kids Crusade. It was awesome. God, help us to grow from that, learn from it, continue to build your kingdom. In Jesus' name. Church, say it with me. Amen. 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 Well, I tell you, God is, is just is, is just so cool. He's so good, and, and I'm excited about uh, being able to share God's Word with you today. It has been a little while. We, we had the beach thing. We had the burning bush thing last week, and if you was here for that, man, it was awesome. It is online. You can go and check it out, and, uh, and it's cool. But I do want to say again, thanks to Faith Renewed, the church people who just love Jesus and who, uh, who come in here last week and had a guy on the stage who has dreadlocks, who has uh, just holes, jeans, which I did that a lot myself, but just, I mean, in, in doing Christian rap on a church on Sunday morning, and not one person came to me saying, Pastor, why did y'all do that? Not one person came to me and said, why don't we do it? Because I believe people understand, and our church is grabbing this, and it's so cool that worship's not a song. So much more than that. It's something we do. That's a form of it. And I just, again, I want to say thank you for that. You guys are incredible. I love you. I appreciate you. Honored to be your pastor, and it's really neat. But today's week three of a series that we started actually a while back. It's been a while since I've done that. But we started a series called Faith Is, and we've been talking about faith. Any faith people in the room today? Any people who are really full of faith? Some of you are like, yeah, amen. But we need to understand this subject. We do. We, we need to understand this subject. We've got to grasp this, this concept of faith. We've got to understand what this word is. That's why I'm taking time, making a series out of it, making sure you grab a hold of what all this is. We need to study faith. We need to read about it. And uh, we need to do more than that. We need to operate in it and use it. And that's what we're going to get to today. But faith is such a powerful source. It's such a powerful tool that God's given us. And without it, we can't please him. So faith is so important that we use it and operate in it. And we know this about faith. Just a quick recap. We know that faith is now. Amen? Bible says now faith is. Now is faith. It's not something that we, well, I operated in faith, you know, 20 years ago. Or when the series started, I, I, I stepped up into a little bit of faith, but I don't want to care that. No, faith is today. Faith is right now. Faith is what we work in and operate in, and you must be using it today. It won't work for you if you use it yesterday. Amen? It might have worked yesterday, but it ain't going to work for you today. Amen? So you've got to use faith. You've got to operate in it. It's something that we must have operating in, in, in our life now. We also learn that faith is a substance. Amen? Tell your neighbor, say, it's a substance. It is a substance. It's a firm foundation, as we studied and as we learned, that it's his word. It's our title deed. It's what Jesus said about us. So when we operate in faith, this ain't some fantasy word I'm trying to teach you about. This ain't something that, well, I'm, I, yeah, faith might work. No, faith is the real deal. It, it, is, it is something that we can use. It is a substance. We also learned that faith is evidence. When you operate in faith, evidence Happens. Illustrated message. They see you just right on the front row. You helping a brother out today. But I mean, when, when faith is operated, you step into that substance and you begin to use that. Evidence is produced. And the evidence is the convicting force. 
without conviction, without the evidence, there, there's no reason to believe that faith exists. But we can have that. We have the evidence right here. We have evidence all around us. When we have life and we breathe in and we breathe out, to me, I believe that's evidence God exists. Some people say, well, I believe that's evidence that some nuclear this took place and something exploded in the sky. Whatever it is, to me, it's evidence that my God loves me. It's evidence that my God lives, and it's evidence that we can operate and use, and, it, and, and I believe do this, get into a place to what it produces called victory in our life. Amen. The video said this. It said it's, it's a substance. It's evidence. It's reality. But all those things are great, but if we don't use them, it doesn't produce victory in our life. It doesn't produce victory for us. So when the enemy comes in and when he attacks, he comes against us, he comes against our what? It's good. What a trick question. He comes against what? Faith. He comes against the faith. Remember, he can't attack the grace. God's grace, his hands extended. There's nothing the enemy can do about that. He tried that once. didn't work out too well for him. So again, we got faith that the enemy tries to attack. So what we have to do is build our faith operate on that substance, speak the title deed, walk in the word, and understand that God loves us. So again, we say this, that faith is a reality, and faith is victory in our life, but only when we walk in it. Only now when we operate in it. Abraham was a man of faith. He was a father of our faith. But when he was asked to take his only son up a mountain, just out to a place, didn't even know the direction that he was going in, when he was asked to do this, take him up a mountain, lay him on, on an altar, and kill him, he did it. He walked in faith. Now, again, that's another whole long story, but when he operated in faith, he put action to it. There's a, there's a, uh, y'all, some of y'all know I love all types of music, but uh, I was letting Bethany hear a kind of a hip-hop song the other day, a Christian song, but it talked about praying and praying and praying and then praying with your feet. It's one thing to pray with your mouth, but when you pray for your feet, it means you getting up and you put something to what you've been saying with your mouth. There's a lot of people in church say a lot with this, but don't ever say anything with that. They pray a lot with this, but don't ever pray with that. So we as God's people have to understand that we have to walk and pray with these things, and it gets us places. It gets victory into our life. And Abraham did that. He stepped up, walked up a mountain, took his son, and come to the very place where he laid him on an altar, raised up a knife, getting ready to kill him. And of course, God shows up like he always does, was there all the time. And he spoke, and he brought the provision. Amen? And it's what God does for us, but we have to Come into a place where we believe and trust God and put some feet with our faith. Put some feet with our prayers and begin to walk in this place. And when you don't do this, just go ahead and understand. We talked about uh, walking by faith, not by sight. Understand this, that when you don't do this, your vision begins to get cloudy. Again, talking about walking by faith, not by sight. When you don't understand and you don't operate in faith, Bible says this. We loaded scripture a lot. Proverbs 29, 18, King James Version says this. Where there is no vision, the people perish. But he that keepeth the law, happy is he. So again, when we, when we don't operate in this thing, our vision begins to shift and we don't see God. But the moment we begin to operate in faith, we begin to see him more clearly. We begin to see him for who he truly is. 29, 18, the Message Bible says this. He says, if people can't see what God is doing, they stumble all over themselves. But when they attend to what he reveals, they are most blessed. Uh, think about it for a second. When, when, if people can't see what God is doing, they stumble all over themselves. But when they attend to what he reveals, they are most blessed. How can you see what God is doing? By faith. 
How can we really? I mean, this God is so big, he's got his foot propped up on the earth. It's his footstool. And how can we see what God is doing? Not with these eyes. We we can't understand it. We can't grasp all that God's done. But when we begin to look through eyes of faith and see him for who he really is, victory begins to come. Now, here's the deal. How does victory come to, to full fruition? How does it come to a place where we truly operate in it? This is how we do it. Turn to Matthew chapter 21. Matthew chapter 21. Rattle your papers when you take when you turn. It makes it sound better. It makes it sound like you're awake. Now here's the deal. This is what we're gonna to gotta to get to today. Victory, operating, walking in it, getting it in our life. Who needs some victory? Raise your hand up right. Who could use a little bit of that? All right, we're going we're gonna to help you get there. Matthew 21, 21 and 22. When you got it, say amen. amen. If you still look, say, hold on, Pastor. Y'all good. Y'all quick. Y'all have got a Bible drill. Lollipop for that quickness. All right, verse 21. So Jesus answered and said to them, Assuredly, I say to you, if you have faith, have faith. If you have faith and you do not doubt, you will not only be, you will not only do what was done to the fig tree, but also if you say to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, it will be done. And whatever things you ask in prayer, believing, you will receive. Now, I got to say that again, uh, real quick. Now, set this scene real quick. Jesus spoke to a fig tree the day before, come back the next day, withered up, gone, just to show, these, show his people, and again, trying to show us and build our faith that what we do and how we operate in faith, things happen. And this is, this is what it says. So, again, surely I say to you, if you have faith and do not doubt, you will not only do what was done to the fig tree, but also if you say to this mountain, be removed, be cast into the sea, it will be done. And whatever things you ask in prayer, believing, you will receive. I'll give you three things real quick we have to do. First of all is this. we got to have faith. George Michael sung about it back in the 80s. But it, 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 not, not that kind of faith. you got to have faith in Christ. you got to have faith in God. you got to have faith in his word. And the word have there is not just, well, I, I possess it. Now I want you to, to grab this for one moment. Bible says each, each one of us in Romans have been dealt the measure of faith. So just look down for just a second and just cup your hands like this with me. And I want you to imagine for just one moment that you have faith. It's yours. It was dealt to you. It was, it was handed out. Each man's been dealt it. As, as things come around, every person in this room was dealt faith. Now, here's what it says. you got to have faith. And this is why you got to read the Bible, not just read the Bible. you got to study this thing out. It says this. When you have faith, when you have it, when you use it, now this is what the word have is, it is directional. The word have is not just, I just have possession of it. Dear Lord. Now, that's why, again, a lot of people don't operate in faith and don't use it. Well, it's been dealt to me, now what I do with it, and we get scared and we get fearful because we don't know what to do with this thing. We have faith. Faith is something that we point into a direction. Now, just, just again, just, just bear with me. For just a moment, whatever you need a victory over for just a second, just in your mind, just begin to point your faith in the direction that you need victory in. 
not just have it, but again, we're operating, we're getting victory, we're learning how to do this thing and operate in this. We point it into a direction that it needs to go. I don't just have it, but I direct it toward what it needs to go to. Now, again, I'm giving you some, some, some word that you can use, something you can apply. Now, you have faith. You're pointing it toward the direction. And Jesus said this. Now, don't just have faith and point it in the direction, but you now must do this. Do not operate in doubt. Don't doubt. Now, now, a lot of folks do this. They have faith. They grabbed a hold. They heard something pastor says one day, and they took it, and they started pointing it toward that thing. They were slinging it. I mean, fastball, throwing faith towards that thing. But as they was doing that in their mind somewhere and in their spirit and their heart, they're saying, well, this may work and it may not. No, you point the faith towards the thing. You, you direct it toward the thing that you need victory over, and then you begin to operate now, and trust in God, and you remove the doubt from your life. The, the, word, uh, the word doubt is the word diacrino, and I hope I don't mess it up too bad in the Greek. It, it literally means you come to a place where you trust him, you believe, and you remove the doubt, and it means that you now come to a place to where you honor God, and you believe this. You remove the conflict that's going on. James said a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. This is what it's saying. You trust him, and I'm going to operate in this one direction. You can operate in faith and in fear. You can operate in faith and in doubt. You are operating in one or the other. You are choosing. You either even having faith in God, you trust in him, or you're doubting his word, you're doubting this title deed, you're doubting what he's saying, and you're doing these things. But you have to come to a place where you remove the doubt. He says, remove this. He said, this is the word. You remove the conflict with oneself. You remove the hesitation. You remove the misgiving. You remove the divided mind, the things that are causing you to, to kind of sway in directions. You begin to set those things aside, and you operate now in a place of faith. Now, again, your faith that you have, have is pointed toward a direction. You're believing what you're doing. You're trusting God at his word. You're removing the doubt from your, from his life. And now you must do the third thing is this. You must now say to your mountain, be removed. Now, 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 now look, listen for just a second. Look at how this thing lines up. You have this, you're directing this, you believe that what you're directing and what you're saying and what you're doing is trusting God and honoring Him and you're releasing your faith. You're not doubting that this thing is not going to work for you. Now again, this ain't just something, well, I'm going to throw this thing one time if it don't work, and the pastor lied. No, I didn't lie. Uh, he ain't a man that he should lie. No, I am. Uh, only people who know the Bible know what I just said right there. But uh, you have to point that, remove move the doubt, and then you do this. You say to your mountain, be removed. Now, again, you've got to get into the Word to understand all this. It's not just saying, um, Mr. Mountain, sir, if, if you don't mind, could you slide to the left? To the left, to the left. Could you slide over? Could you, could you just move? Just, uh, no, that, that's, that's, that's not saying to a mountain. Now, again, listen, I've got to teach you this word. The word say is the word epo, E-P-O in the Greek. And it means this. You command. You speak to. 
with authority and you declare and you decree with your mouth that this mountain is now leaving your life. You don't say, well, I I hope, I know there's something on the other side and I sure wish you would move. No, you begin to speak to it. You begin to operate in it. A lot of times us as believers, we don't understand the authority that God's given us. We don't operate in the faith and the belief and the authority. We was talking about saying a name. The Bible says he gave us that name. Amen. That's our name that we can use. And he said this, in that name, you begin to speak to, you begin to declare to, mountain, get out of my way. I know that God has something for me. I know that my title deed said God has this. So I'm going to declare by faith, remove doubt from my life, and I'm going to believe what I say and whatever I say I can have because I believe this by faith and I declare mountain that you must leave now. I declare mountain that you have to go right now. I declare mountain that you can't stay in front of me. Amen. God's showing them. He was building their faith. He said, man, if I could do this for a tree, the same thing that worked for the tree works for the mountain. Amen. The same thing that works for the little things works for the big things. So you just begin to trust God. You begin to speak to those things. You begin to trust God. But here becomes the question. How do we get the victory determines on what we have in us? It determines on what we've put in us. It determines by what we are full of. Come on, stay with me for a second. Now, now here's a question. Go ahead and look at your neighbor and tell them and say, you're full of it. Remove, crucify the flesh, renew your mind, make sure you ain't thinking dirty right there. But man, how many times you heard that one? Well, you're full of it. No, but listen, you are. You're full of one or two things. Don't stop recording. Keep this going so everybody gets the rest of it. Make sure the proper context is out there. You're either full of faith or you're full of doubt. I I love how the book of Acts describes Stephen. Just cool, man. I love that. The Bible says he was full of faith and power. That's how I want to be described. Not he, he's a pastor who does all this kind of... Man, that, but there, he is full of faith. He's full of power. That's, that's how I want to be. He was full of faith. He was full of power. So that when things are being thrown at him, it didn't affect him. If you know the story, you know he got stones thrown at him. It, it didn't affect him. The only thing it did was made him stronger. You begin to look at it. The Bible says he became even more like an angel. He just began to just trust God because he was full of faith and power. So when things get thrown at us and when things come in our direction, whatever it is that you're full of is going to determine what you're going to look like. And this is what's cool. It doesn't matter where you come from, how much money you got in the bank, how you dress, and what color your skin is. None of that stuff matters. You can be full of faith and be described by that, not by your past. You can be described by what God's going to take you into in your future when you begin to put faith in your life. It's how it operates. So what are we full of? What are we full of? Listen, this, this, this was a trip the other day. We, was coming, we, was, we went to the beach a couple of weeks back, and we was in the car, and three kids in one car going to the beach. You better be saved, man. You better know Jesus if you're going to get in a car with, with three kids going to one beach in one car. You better know Christ. But we was going on this trip, man, and this trip was supposed to be three and a half hours. It was supposed to have been like Gillingham's Island, a three-hour tour, man. But it became a six-and-a-half-hour trip for us in, in the car. But we introduced our four-year-old to something. 
And some people say that's a mistake. You shouldn't do that or whatever. But it, it blessed us that week. It's called a Nintendo Game Boy. <laughs> Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus, for the creator of, of those things, for giving them the, the ability to do that. But, but we introduced Caleb to the Nintendo Game Boy on this trip. Now, it was amazing, man. We went on this trip, and again, this three hours turned to six, and we were in this car, and things getting hectic, and you having tense fellowship and in the car. And, and, I mean, it's just wonderful, wonderful time. But, man, Caleb was in the zone. And y'all know he, he don't get quiet much. He was quiet. No problems with him. And he loved this thing so much. Again, we, he, we kind of set him free from it a little bit since we've been back. He been playing it. But the, he fell in love with this Game Boy, and it was amazing to me. He would wake up in the morning, oh, my game. Where's my, where am I getting? You better find the game or it's, you know, you just need to find it. And so he, he would go to bed at night and you have to take the Game Boy from him and say, come on, Caleb, give it to me. You play with it later. But this is what happened with Caleb. He, he, he just got so intense about this thing. Was in the bed all night long, not, not eating, got up, supposed to break your fast that you're in while you're uh, in, in the bed, not eating. And we get up and we say, Caleb, what do you want to eat, buddy? And Caleb always eats something in the mornings. What do you want to eat? And he looked down and had his game. And I promise you this. He looked down and he was just a play. And he said, I'm full. <laughs> Did he not? Uh, I'm full. Well, no, Caleb, you're going to eat something, Jack. You're going to put something in you because we're going to be out in the sun. You need to eat something. No, no, I'm, I'm full. Here's the, here's the deal. We're all full of something. What are we filling ourselves with? What are we putting inside of us? Are we filling ourselves with faith? Are we filling ourselves with words, God's word? And we're, are, we, are we doing this? Because here's what happens. What you're full of determines how you will react when the pressure hits. Because when the pressure comes, this is what happens. Now, now check this out. Come here. Gregor. Basketball. Official size and weight. Only the best here at Faith and New Diaries Center. <laughs> Official size and weight. It's indoor, outdoor. You got your choice. You can put it on somebody in, in, in under the roof or outside the roof. It, it don't matter. But th- this ball, McGregor made China. Made in China is full. Amen. I can take this ball, take one just like it. Same ball. Could have possibly been made in the same sweatshop in China. Don't know. The same hands could have taken this ball and, and, and crafted it and made it and sculpted it and printed on it. and It could have been ran through the same machine. It's basically the same ball. Who would agree? Can I get a witness? It's the same ball. You, you look at it, same name, same indoor, outdoor, collegiate, official size, official weight. It's going to work on either side. This is a lot like us. Every one of us, again, have, have, have been through the ringer. We've been through the press. We've been made. We've, 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 we've been sculpted. We've been made into an image. Now, here's the difference between these two balls. One's full of faith, 
One's full of doubt. Now, here's the deal. When the pressure comes to us, now, pretty strong guy. Not, not super, but pretty strong. When the pressure comes to this ball, it stays firm. When, when the hands are put on this thing and when the pressure comes against it and when, when, when things come this way and, and it's, it's pushed, it, you can't change this ball. I, I'd, I'd challenge everybody, probably my father-in-law. My father-in-law got some strong hands. He can tear phone books and stuff. He might get bust this thing. I don't know. But when the pressure's put on it, it doesn't change. But here's the deal. It's full of faith. Now, when I take this same ball made from the same hands, same manufacturer, McGregor, and when the pressure comes to it, look what happens. It takes the shape of the pressure that was put on it. Now, here becomes a question. What do we look like? What do we look like when, when it's intense? Pastor, this bill's due and, and, and things are coming. Well, have, have you been operating in faith? Have you been walking in God's word? Have you been walking in obedience to what God asked you? Yes, I have. Just let it come. Pastor, there's been some problems in the relationship and this thing's getting ugly and it's, 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 it's not really working for me and things are coming against me. I need your prayers. I, I, what have you been feeding yourself? What are you full of? Because here's what happens. The same pressure, same pressure, hold on somebody, give me that before I heard myself coming in here, somebody hand me that real quick, thank you, same pressure, the same pressure, the same pressure, but, but when the pressure's on you, when you're full of faith, it doesn't matter what comes against you. Come on, devil, bring it. Come on, do, throw your best shot at me. Come on, I got skills. It's okay. Put it on me. Bring it on me. Because no matter what he throws at you, you got to bounce back in you. When you're full of faith, when you're full of power, as Stephen was, they can throw it all at you. But you don't take on the form of the enemy. You don't take on the form of the pressure. You don't even look like that thing. You look like you did when you went into it. That's what I love about the Hebrew children. They went in smelling good, came out of the fire smelling good because they were full of faith. No matter what the enemy throws at you, when you're full of God, you got to bounce back in your step. You got you got something in you that can't keep you down. Oh, pastor, it's been ugly. Come on, just keep feeling yourself of faith. Come on, it's it's getting real bad. Things are getting tight. The economy says this, but hold on, I'm full of faith. I'm trusting God. I'm believing Him. I'm trusting Him. No matter what the enemy throws at you, when you're full of faith, can't be shaken. You can't change. Come on. It it ain't going to take on the shape of that thing that's against me. I'm going to keep looking like my God. I'm going to look more like him every day. What I love about Stephen was, man, they kept throwing it at him, kept throwing stones at him. Everybody said, well, he was martyred. No, he looked like an angel. And he just kept on more and more until he came into a place where he was just in God's presence. He saw Jesus. He saw God. Let them throw whatever it is that they want to throw. And and this is the difference between the two. Whatever it is that you're full of will determine what you look like when the pressure comes. Bring it, devil. 
Aren't you scared of saying stuff like that, Pastor? No, because he's going to bring it anyway. That's what he does. I mean, he's out to steal. He's out to kill and destroy. So he's going to bring it. But you know something? I'm just going to keep filling myself with God's word. It's, it's time. I'm, I'm trying to walk in obedience, trying to do this. Just keep walking in faith. I'm telling you, it don't matter what comes against you. And, and, and here's the deal. And, we, and this is what happens a lot of times. And this is where churches, I think, sometimes miss it. We say that this don't ever happen. Sometimes we paint a picture that when we come to Christ, everything's going to be all right. You know something? It was the same force. It was the same force. It was the same, it was the same force that put them both down. Now, here's the deal. This went down, but it didn't stay down. You ain't always up here. If I could spin this thing, I would. Maybe I should get one of these young guys that know how to do that. But here's the deal. You, it, it went down, but it didn't stay there. One of my favorite quotes from any book is the book from Good to Great. And it says, what separates the good from the great that everybody loses focus. Everybody gets down, but the great one recognizes it first and doesn't stay down. They get back up. Here's the deal. Even if you're in this position today, you don't have to stay there. Chris, help me out with this. Begin to fill that thing up right there. Moisten the needle. Don't want him to hurt himself. Only sports people knew what I did. I love doing stuff that half people don't know what I'm doing. Make sure you go back and listen online and try to grab it. The same pressure was put on this. Come on, speak some word, Chris. <laughs> Come on, get in your face before God right now, brother. Come on, I know it's funny, but think about it for a second. This is what's happening. Good gracious. Come on. I, I, I know I'm down, but I'm not going to stay there. Bernard Bush talked about the breath last week. The, that word breath is the word ruah. It's the breath of God. It's the Holy Spirit breathing life. Anytime we get in God's word and we get in his face, we get in his presence, we operate in obedience, faith comes to us. Faith comes into our life. And look at what happens. It's a man of God. Give him a hand. Boy, can pump a ball up. Listen. Look the same. Same substance. This was the ball that was there. Comes right back up. Just like this one. Here's the difference. This one stayed there a little while. But he made his mind up. I'm not going to keep staying there. Some of you here this morning, and, 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 and again, we all do this. We all go down. We all get stuff thrown at us. Got a lot more I could say today. Another whole another, another story, but Gary, come on up here and help me if you would. What we put in us today will determine what we will look like tomorrow. And regardless today of which one you was or were, used to be, the result will work for you. And this is what's cool. This thing could have been laying there. We could come back five years from now, and that ball was still laying there. Until faith got put in it, it would always be in that same spot. But the moment faith came to it, it changed. Now listen, it, it took a lot of pumps in there. Chris, you all right? You okay? 
It, it took a lot of effort there. It didn't just have, it wasn't no drop. Glory to God, it just still would just be. It, it, it took some. Y'all know I could do that. It, it, it took a whole lot of effort. It, t- it took staying in faith. God, come on, help me. It took staying there. I'm going to keep serving him. Come on, I'm going to keep trusting him. Remember I told you a while ago, I've tried both sides of the fence. I've tried both of them. I'd rather have Jesus than anything else. I'd rather have him than anything. If I only had Jesus, if I only had faith. Now, here's the deal today. Some of you come in here, man, you were bouncing today. You was full of some faith, man. Some of you, we just kind of rolled you in here. Some of you just kind of like, and you was this shape of, of the pressure that you was under. And so you would be, you was just an ugly mess rolling down the aisle. But listen to me. Whatever it is, the result can be the same for you when faith comes to you. Stand with me if you would, please. Who's going to go to the book of Luke and I was going to take, show you some other cool stuff maybe next week. But listen to me. Bow your heads for one moment. We're doing real good on time today. This is awesome. Just close your eyes for just a second. Hallelujah. Man, God's so good. I, I, he's, he's so good. I, I, I want to say again today, no matter where you're at today, no matter how long you've been there, it can change. We all have those down moments. We all go down. But what you're full of today will determine what, the, what you will look like and determine how quick you'll come back. Some of your day, you just, man, you, you jacked up. You come in ready, full of faith. When I asked if you needed victory in your life, you kept your hand down because at this moment, you're up. You're spinning. You're rolling. Man, you're having your good time. Everything's okay. Now, again, those times are going to come. That's why I supported you. Get connected to a church and stay in God's word. So when those times come, you know what to do. But some of you, man, you've been, you, you're feeling good today. If that's you, if, if you said, man, today there's, there, I, there's no, I don't have any pressures on me today. I feel good. I'm walking in victory right now, this season of my life. I want you to lift up your hand. We don't do that much. Just raise up your hand if you're in victory today. Praise God. That's good. We, we, we get there. Some of you couldn't raise your hand today. And God has kind of showed me this, and I don't want to kind of freak you out, make you think I'm weird, even though I am. But spiritually today, God just kind of just showed me, man, his people who have been beat down, and you've been taking on the, the, the shape of a thing that's come against you. He just kind of showed me just life coming back into you, breath coming back into you today. You're expanding. You're getting bigger. You're blowing up. You're trusting. And and, and things change today. But here's the deal. You make the decision what you're going to fill yourself with. Some hands went up, but the majority didn't. Some of you just got a few few breaths out of you right now. And you you bounce, but it ain't one of them high bounces. It's one of them, you got to... It's but you get back up. Some of you down a little bit lower than that. Some of you, man, when you get pushed down, you're down and you stayed there. God wants to change it today. Today's your day. With heads are bowed, eyes are closed. First of all, I want to ask this question. 
Today, I want to pray with you if this is you. You're in this place, and, and right there where you're standing today, I want to pray with you, and I want to lead you to my Father. I want to lead you to Christ. I want to lead you to, to the one who can change your life forever. If you're not in a relationship today with Jesus, if you're not in a relationship with Him, with him today, you don't know Christ. You may have never accepted Him. You may have done what I said I did earlier. I've, there's been times where I've walked away and thought something else was better and it wasn't. But wherever it is that you're at today, if you're in a place and you said today, I'm not in a relationship with Christ. I'm not a Christian. I want to pray with you. If that's you, I want you to shoot your hand up real quick right where you're at. I want to pray with you real quick. Just raise it up and you put it back down. Raise it up high. Raise it up. I just want to pray with you. See that. I want to pray with you real quick. If you're not a Christian, say something like this. I want to introduce you to my friend who can change you. Say, Jesus, I need you. As my Lord, I confess that you died on the cross for me. God raised you from the dead. And I believe in my heart you did it for me. And that you are God. I ask you today to be my Lord and my Savior. Lord, I ask you today to come into my life. I receive you now by faith. In Jesus' name. So whoever has kind of walked away and you've been where I've been, just come back to him and say, Jesus, I, I, I recognize I need you. I love you. And I ask you to come in today. Wash me clean of all those things and his sin. Any stuff today. I receive you now. I renew my walk with you today. Amen. Some of you are doing that, making a renewal right now. Your face being renewed today in Christ and His Word. Now I want to do this today. If this is you, when I asked just a moment ago if you could raise your hand, if you're walking in victory and there's no pressures coming against you right now in this season, if you was able to raise your hand, man, praise God for that. But if you wasn't, if you said there's some pressures coming against me, there's some things I need victory over in my life. There's some things going against me, pushing me. Slide your hand up real quick. Slide it up real quick. That's you. A lot of hands. I want to do this. It won't take us long to do it. It won't take us that long. Angel, come on up if you would. My wife makes her way to this stage. If you raise your hand, I want you to do this. I want you to come down. Just, just step out from where you're at. Come down. We're going to pray with you real quick. You want to, This is one of them churches. They pray for you. Yeah, it is because we believe in prayer. We believe in faith. We believe in, 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 in pouring faith and believing with somebody. We have a need. Just come on down. I don't embarrass you. You ain't got to come up on the stage, say nothing, do nothing. We just want to have a word of prayer with you real quick. And pray faith will come to you today. Amen. Praise God. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. Give these guys a hand as they come down. Because, man, they coming down here beat down. They coming down here stressed right now and pressure. But they still recognize something. That means faith's coming to them today. And they're believing if I can step out and trust God, faith's going to be come back into my life. <laughs> In just a moment, this praise team, they're going to sing. And as they just take a moment to sing, I want some people who love Jesus to come down and get with these who have made a step out to this front today. And you love Jesus, and you're full of faith today, and you know God answers prayer. I want you to come down just as quick as you can, and I want you to make a connection with these. I'm going to step off the stage in just a moment, come, come pray for someone.